space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the starship Enterprise. Its five-year mission, to explore strange new worlds, to seek out new life and new civilizations, to boldly go where no man has gone before. to another episode of the Cellcast, the animated series <laughs> we're going crazy here joining me today is a man who he just turned on the blue light welcome jacob oh no like i'm not evil at all no 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 i don't evil scheming <laughs> yeah what can we destroy today <laughs> no i mean uh cultural eyes dude let's prepare the sedative Hi. I could have I was like, geez, man, come on. You were going crazy again. Well, thanks. Appreciate it. What were we talking about? Star Trek Lower Decks. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Gotcha. You, you were about to introduce me. Oh, yeah, that's right. Thank you. Why? Thank you. Let me introduce our co-host. A man who oh brother. Why did he have to pick up that broken piece of federation tech and for scraps come on man you know that's never a good idea because it brings back a certain character that's like oh crap we're all gonna die <laughs> Welcome As to we said in a at the in a previous episode of star trek lower decks don't antagonize clippy <laughs> this is what happens he 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 assimilates an entire crew be like, I'm going to kill my father and make him suffer for everything. <laughs> he is very Borg-like. Yeah, very Borg-like. Borg-like. Yes. This episode, A Few Badgies More, directed Gosh. by Bob Suarez and written by Edgar Momplisser. I probably said that name wrong. <laughs> In this episode, three computerized villains return to cause problems for the Cerritos mm. crew. Guest cast for this includes uh, Fred Tennessee, who normally also plays Shax on okay. the show. Okay. You know, the Bajoran security mm. officer. Yes. He also, in this episode, played Tyrannokilicus. Tyrannokilicus. One of the other computers. Okay. And one, a, the Drukmani captain. Oh, okay. Jeffrey Combs plays Agimus. Agimus. Okay, yeah, yeah. The Bormler's antagonist. Yes. Catherine Don, uh, sorry, Kether Donahue as Peanut Hamper. Peanut Hamper. <laughs> and Jack McBrayer as Badgie, Goodgie, and Logicy. Yes, these are three separate characters. Yes. If you have not watched the episode yet, turn us off. Go watch it. You know better. Mm-hmm. Do it. Do it now. Trivia for this episode. 
Like the Star Trek The Next Generation episode, A Fistful of Datas, this episode title is an homage to the Sergio Leone film, A Few Dollars More, starring Clint Eastwood. Uh -huh. This episode features the first appearance of a Binar ship in the franchise, yes. but not the first appearance of Binars. Mm. They originally appeared in the... Uh, uh, doo -doo -doo -doo. The uh, Next Generation episode, 11001001, which was a season one episode. Okay. Which they upgraded the holodeck. Ah. And got Riker in love with a holodeck character. Oh, okay. Interesting episode. Poor Riker. Uh, this is their first in-canon appearance since that episode. Uh, outside of still images and previous Lower Decks episodes. Yeah. It is also the first time that we have seen one of their ships, as I said earlier. Ah. Badgie is able to appear anywhere he wants to on the Drukamani ship because they have installed lots of scavenged hollow emitters on all decks. Ah. Much like the holodeck character, the hologram characters on Voyager from a couple episodes mm -hmm. back. The Tiras 7A research station that Peanut Hamper travels to after her release is the birthplace of the Exocomps, her race, first seen in the Next Generation episode, The Quality of Life. Really? And it's they did a lot of uh, uh, research drawing that set again uh, because I because uh, I went and looked because I wanted to see how close they got. And they actually got yeah. pretty close. Okay. Uh, upon ascending, Badgie says he might go and hang out with the Q Continuum or visit the Black Mountain, the former being the, the former being the home of the, the race the Q, mm. and the latter being Lower Dex's take on the afterlife. Which we also do once again again get to see the cosmic koala. <laughs> I am looking forward to the day I'm watching a serious Star Trek show and the koala shows and the koala shows up. Somebody dies and it's like koala koala because that is canon now apparently. <laughs> Somebody could have a little badgy. Uh, avatar thing on their on the side of their L cars, uh, console. I don't know, which I have some. Okay, I'm gonna actually touch on that now, actually, because okay. I'm still in trivia. When they reach subspace at warp nine point nine, yeah, and, he's, and he goes and extends his essence mm -hmm. out to everything. A that does work in Star Trek logic because when you get close to warp ten, you're pretty much. Could be every anywhere, yeah. And subspace would probably be where you'd hit first, yeah. At that speed, that's around the same time where you could actually, when uh, Star Trek, like in Star Trek Four, they uh, fire the braking thrusters so they can go back in time. Mm -hmm. It's the same kind of, uh, it's about the same speed. Okay. Uh, but they show Badgie getting into every system. Mm -hmm. They show him getting in, not, uh, taking over the Cerritos, mm -hmm. taking over uh, the Drukmani ship. Of course, he was already in that. But taking over like Deep Space Nine, Nine. and many other non Elcars re related systems. Yeah. This may sound like I'm being picky, but he says specifically that he is spreading to all the Elcar systems Cardassians, Klingons, Romulans. <laughs> And every other race that is not the United Federation of freaking planets, including Deep Space Nine, is it's a Cardassian station when it was built, and that's the computer system that's still in it, is not Elcars. He should be able to take those over. 
minor quibble. Minor quibble. It's a minor quibble. <laughs> it was one of those things where it's like, I appreciate what you're doing here, but that's not that's not possible. <laughs> you shouldn't be able to do that, Badgie. I don't care how powerful you've gotten. You should I can see you getting into all the other systems. In fact, I would have loved, considering the time period, mm. I would have loved if we would have gotten to see uh, the Starfleet, mu- the Starship Museum. Yeah. And we got to see, and they showed the Enterprise D in its docking bay. Because we know about it now. Yeah. We do. They don't have to hide it in there. Yeah. <laughs> we can say, oh, yeah, we know you know about this. Mm-hmm. LaForge is in there bu- uh, uh, buffing out the, uh, the scorch marks from when it crash landed on Viridian 3. Yes. <laughs> Just show the darn thing. Show uh, well anyway. Yeah. Or Voyager. We just saw Voyager. We know they have the model. Yeah. Show Voyager on Earth getting taken over by this guy. And it had L cars. Yeah. Anyway, I'm getting too too, <laughs> too uh pedantic Thank here. You. What are your thoughts on this episode? I enjoyed it, but like there again, you have shenanigans galore where the crew is like, oh, be like, oh, my former arch rival who's a computer is up for parole and it's like oh no he's not gonna do anything you know you know villainy at all no no no, no, no. agimus was not up for parole it was peanut hamper that's what yeah that was peanut up for parole. that's right it was peanut and, hamper and that and she and uh tendy was mm-hmm. her uh liaison yeah that's right officer yeah and remember clearly peanut hamper went crazy <laughs> well peanut hamper went crazy and went like backstabbed the entire crew and teleported herself yep. off the ship so she wouldn't have to go over to the other ship that's right which is ironic because uh badgie the only reason badgie is there is because peanut hamper did not take yeah. the virus over herself yeah ironically and then ironically ba- her and badgie technically were in the next episode she showed mm-hmm. in up in a mathematically perfect redemption where she seduced a bird man <laughs> In order to try to take over the planet until the inter- the, the Cerrito showed up and captured her and stuck her in uh, uh, the megalomaniacal computer penitentiary. I love that that's the name of that. At the Daystrom Institute, of course. Yes. But it's like, it, it was good. Be like, you have, be like, oh, the the one, the Boimler's. Uh, pro, uh, Agumus. 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 Voiced yeah. by the great Jeffrey Combs. Yes. So Agamus would be like he's trying to because because honestly I hear his voice I think it's uh the late um crap uh Batman sixty nine oh Adam, Adam West. West he sounds like Adam West to me mm, he's got a bit higher voice yeah but nuance uh, so I, I I love the whole it's like the, these characters they're trying to be maniacal and oh we're gonna destroy the universe oh we're gonna do this and it's just like everything just either. A, they ascend to go be with well, the. Uh, he did technically become a techno god. Yeah, a techno god. Somehow. Yeah, he became one with the universe. One with the universe, and that's why he got to go to uh, the koala, but he didn't have to burn to get there like uh, Discount Sora did. Yeah, <laughs> I have to call him Discount Sora because he was voiced by Haley Joel Osment. True. <laughs> So be like it's be like it's you get our our villains get kind of their upcomings a little bit, but it's it was interesting. It was an interesting episode. Be like again, you have to see the koala again, which I thought was funny as could it's be. One of the weirder things in the show. Agreed, 
agreed and um i'm trying to think of anything else from this this episode i really enjoyed that just kind of stuck up in the news like no it's just the the villains kind of they either they reform and realize the error of their ways or they get recaptured or they they ascend to being a digital deity deity in some capacity i will say i wish that this episode came like a couple seasons later and we got some more episodes with peanut hamper and agimus and uh badgie being getting to be evil yeah I would have. I want more of the evil stuff. Now, granted, the way Badgie's gets up, uh, uh, Goodgie's eyes mm-hmm. go kind of evil, and he gets that little updating bar. Yeah, he's updating. Makes me think, ooh, he might actually still be more Badgie than Goodgie. Yeah, in there, uh, but we'll see how that goes. But um, I forgot where I was going with that. Mm. But I, I do like how we get the well. Honestly, I got some dra- feelings of Dragon Ball watching this, especially Dragon Ball Z with Majin Buu. Yeah, when it got when Badgie gets split into basically three different versions. Oh, yeah, 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 sure. It's like, oh, that's that's very Dragon Ball Z ish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, the the one one uh, uh, the season long story with the uh, the, uh, the, the, the 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 ship mm-hmm. the, the probe. Yeah, that's. Uh, Oh yeah, destroying ships as we thought so far. Yeah, and it's not been destroying them; they've been kidnapping kidnapping them. them. Yeah, but yet they left a lot of scrap. Yeah, a lot of behind. Yes, debris behind, which makes me wonder. Please don't tell me these are packlets. (laughs) Yeah, no, please no packlets, no packlets. We're done with the packlets. Yeah, please do something different, please. But yeah, that's. That's basically it in a nutshell. This is just a fun episode for the most part. Like I said, I wish we got some more, but uh, more of evil versions Mm -hmm. of these characters. Yeah, I agree. So I did like, because especially after a mathematically perfect redemption where uh, Peanut Hamper just seemed like irredeemable. Mm -hmm. And then this is like, she's turned around in a day. Yeah. It feels like. Uh, Well, not a day, but it's, it's... she she gets turned around. She turns around almost too quick, which makes me think, uh, there's going to be more here than what they're showing. But if Agimus gets reformed, yeah, maybe, maybe. I don't know. We're still three years out from uh, when the Federation's going to get uh, prejudiced against AI once the once the androids destroy uh, Uto- the Ut- Utopia Planitia fleet yards. Mm. On uh, first contact day, yes, which we know is going to happen because mm-hmm. we've already seen Picard. <laughs> so, uh, other than I think that's probably going to be it for us on this one. Yes, uh, the next episode is called Caves. Yes, Caves, Caves. Okay. That tells you a whole lot. lot nothing, <laughs> a whole lot of nothing. But uh, join us next week for that one. Uh, in the meantime, this has been Drew. This is Jacob, and we'll catch you in the next frame. You can follow Jacob on his Facebook at Jacob B. Heron. His Facebook page, Jacob's Daily Art Corner, where he tries to draw each and every day. His Instagram at Jacob B. Heron. His Twitter at Jacob Heron. And his letterbox to Jacob Heron. You can find Drew on Facebook at Drew Dodgen. His Facebook page, Drew's Photo Bin, to see his photography. His letterbox page at G. George 759. 
his Twitter at GGeorge759, and Instagram at Drew Dodgen. You can like us on Facebook at The Cellcast Podcast, on Twitch at The Cellcast Gaming, on YouTube at Cellcast, on Twitter at Cast underscore Cell. The Cellcast can be found at Apple Podcasts, Google Play Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or anywhere else fine podcasts are downloaded from. Please rate and review us where you found us, and also on Podchaser. Email us at thecellcastpodcast at gmail.com. The Cellcast is a proud member of both the Pop Americana and Culture Box Media Networks. For more information, please see the link in the description. Our theme song is Drop and Roll by Silent Partner. And remember, that's Cell with a single L. I got a light. Never mind.